Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was wooden. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and today's episode is another classic from our archive. Today's question is fairly direct. Why are Earth's oceans, and select other bodies of water, salty, whereas rivers and most lakes are fresh? Hi, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Anyone who's taken a dunk in the ocean is familiar with the shock and mild sting. The water is so salty. To understand why the seas are salty, look no further than the water cycle— Simply put, the water cycle begins when fresh water falls from the sky in the form of rain. It eventually ends up in rivers, lakes, and oceans, where it soon evaporates to form clouds and repeat the cycle. If you dig a little deeper into each stage of the water cycle, you'll see just how salt gets into the mix. That fresh water that falls as rain isn't 100% pure. It mixes with the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere on the way down, giving it a slightly acidic quality. 
Once it reaches the Earth's surface, it travels over land to reach area waterways. As it passes over the land, the acidic nature of the water breaks down rocks, capturing ions within these rocks and carrying them along to the sea. Roughly 90% of these ions are sodium or chloride, which form salt when they band together. Fresh water that reaches the ocean evaporates to form clouds. However, the sodium, chloride, and other ions remain behind, where they accumulate over time to give the sea its characteristic saltiness. Hydrothermal vents on the ocean floor release additional dissolved materials, including more sodium and chloride, further contributing to the briny nature of the sea. What's surprising is just how much the salt from runoff and underwater vents has built up since the oceans formed. Dissolved salts make up 3.5% of the weight of all ocean water, and if you could remove the salt from the sea, it would form a layer 500 feet, that's 153 meters thick, over all of Earth's landmass. That's about the height of a 40-story building. One question, though. If these seas get their salinity from runoff, why do lakes remain relatively salt-free? For most lakes, water flows both in and out of the lake via rivers and streams. Salt ions that end up in the water are carried out, keeping the lake fresh. These ions eventually end up in oceans, which serve as a dumping ground of sorts for runoff and the materials it contains. Bodies of water with no outflow, such as the Dead Sea or the Great Salt Lake in Utah, maintain a level of salinity on par with or higher than that of the ocean. Today's episode was originally produced by Tristan McNeil and is based on the article, Why is Seawater Salty? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Bambi Turner. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.